Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, it's Bella Younger, back on the Deliciously Seller podcast. So this week, we're going to be focusing on dating instead of food to see if going on a date can help you find the glow. I'm going to be talking to Sunday Times-style dating columnist Dolly Alderton. I've never met a murderer or a cab driver on Tinder. And I'm going to be talking to my best friend Laura about some of her worst dating disasters. Did I tell you about when I thought he'd died? So, hello, I'm here with uh, Dolly Alderton, columnist in the Sunday Times style and expert on dating. Um, so, today I'm trying to find out if you can get the glow by being in a relationship, by having another half, or indeed by just dating more because I never really date. Really. So, are you single? I am single. Right. And ready to mingle. But you don't date at all? I mean, I'm really, really shit at dating. I, d- I never really get asked on dates. And I- but no one gets asked on dates, Bellis. Don't worry about that. Dolly, I feel like you get asked on dates. I don't get asked out on dates. I have occasionally sort of middle-aged men called Terry who send me emails saying, excuse me, young lady, but you seem to be having a problem locating a romantic partner in your column every week. Change your attitude. <laughs> Stop being such a narcissist and maybe I'll take you out for a drink. That's as far as it goes. And I get dick pics on Tinder, but that's it. I don't think it's a total myth. I don't know anyone who ever gets asked out on dates. I don't think I've ever been on Tinder for long enough to get a dick pic. I always panic and evacuate way too early. Why do you panic? I just, I'm like, oh my God. Overwhelming. Yeah, it's it's really overwhelming. Everyone is basically a murderer or a cab driver. And I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) I can't, I can't possibly date any of these people. Okay, I've never met a murderer or a cab driver on Tinder. There are a lot of web designers. Mm. There are a lot of northern men. I've noticed a particular strain on, actually not on Tinder and Happen, northern men who have moved to London and are obsessed with being in London, more obsessed with being in London than going on a date with you. So they're like, why don't we, why don't we go to the South Bank and take in the atmosphere of the River Thames? <laughs> Going on a date to the South Bank is my nightmare. I know that is my worst. worst. And then it's like that's when I that's when I'm out. That's the minute they say, "Should we go for a drink?" And the South Bank, it's a great atmosphere. Like, no, nope. Then let's go to Bodine's <laughs> Bar and Grill. <laughs> 
<laughs> horrid, absolutely <laughs> horrid. Grab some caipirinhas and las iguanas. <laughs> That's exactly the vibe. Drink out of the jam jar. Enjoy a pop-up while it lasts. Mm, yeah, no, the worst thing I ever did was date a club promoter. Ugh. I think there's nothing worse than someone who's like edging towards their 30s who still thinks starting a rave night is a good idea. I completely agree. I think that's a bad sort of human. Yeah, it's a really bad sort of human. I'm like, you know, if you're Italian, you'd be doing it for many years and you're quite sexy. It's great. But, you know, when when you are literally, you know, you, you work in finance, but on the side. I, d- I think as well as I've got older, the obsession with having a good time, like having fun. And having like a party, like going for it at a party, could not be lower on my list of things to do now that I'm interested in doing. Yeah, but that's why I sit in my house eating sausages, wondering why I don't have a boyfriend. Exactly, but I just don't understand those people that continue. You know when you're a student and you're kind of obsessed with the pursuit of fun and and it doesn't really matter where you are as long as you're just having fun. You must be having fun all the time, partying, clubbing, whatever. I just, I can't think of anything more exhausting now. Can we explain, though, the phenomenon of all these girls who, who have the glow, who are obsessively needing, like, they all do seem to be in relationships. And I'm like, you know what? I'm loads more fun than you. <laughs> they are all in relationships. I do. They, they're all in relationships and they all live in southwest London in big white houses. That's the link that I've found. My theory is that there are two types of women. My friend told me about this last night and it's that... There's the type of woman who is a ham sandwich. Right. And there's the type of woman who's a stab-proof vest. (laughs) So there's a woman who's like, oh, babe, I'm going to make you a ham sandwich, have a nice time with the boys. And then there's, where the fuck have you been? And she's the stab-proof vest. (laughs) Yeah, but those girls, the boys like, I have to say. This is a big myth that we're told about the cool girl thing. I think there are a lot of men that I know who are with those kind of women. And those women never are single. They always have a boyfriend, an adoring boyfriend. And I think some men like maintaining that kind of madness. Yeah, I think they do. And I think that... I think I'm the same. I think I need to be less ham sandwich and a little bit more carry. I really thought that I'd struck quite a good balance between stab-proof vest and ham sandwich because I'm a little bit of a psychopath. But, you know, I'm also, like, nice and I'm good at cooking and it's all very good. I think my problem is Are that... Are you good at cooking? I'm a Lemleeth's trained. Shut up. Yeah. My secret shame. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I can actually... You know, I'm I'm, like, proper wife material. And yet, it's because when I go out and I party with, with a boy... I will go one step further than you. And I feel like boys feel like they can party, but they don't like their girls to party as hard as them. Yeah. Are you a partier then? Well, I used to be. And now, invariably, I do it and I get kidney infections. So, Yeah. And this is the kidney infection from partying too hard is less of a cool memento than the kidney infection from like, three days of shagging I think uh, it's so much less cool I wish I could be like oh yeah you know had a big weekend met this amazing guy instead I'm like I drank so much wine I've infected my kidneys and didn't Is get your back hurting I've had that before mm, my back's hurting it hurts when I wee if I were you I would just say I would I would say that you met a guy yeah. I mean, another of my problems is I'm a massive oversharer. So when I go on a date and they're like, where have you come from? I'll be like, the gynecologist. <laughs> 
it's it's the worst thing ever. I bumped into my ex boyfriend once in the street, and he was like, "Oh, what are you doing?" I was like, "Just been to the gynae." He was like, <laughs> "Okay." How often are you going to the gynae? Is there an ongoing problem here? Well, no, not really. But I always <laughs> I always seem to find myself in a position where I'm on a date or bumping into an ex, <laughs> and then I said to my ex, "Well, you know me, always having tests." So I've essentially told my ex I have chlamydia. And did you have chlamydia? I didn't. Thank God. I had a scare a couple of weeks ago, but it turned out to be nothing. Thank God. We've all been there. We've all been there. I think that might be, might be why I don't date so much. Fear of, Fear of chlamydia. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely understand that. My friend is so scared of STDs that every time that she has sex, she imagines the STDs like tiny little bugs crawling up her leg. Oh, yeah. I can, I can do you defi- do that? Yeah, I, I really do. I have a perpetual fear of many, many irrational diseases. Meningitis is my main one. But I feel like, you know, Deliciously Ella is the kind of woman who would never get an STI. Like, if you glow, you would never get an STI. No, but I don't think she even gets a UTI, I think, no. from the glow that she has. That yeah. looks like a woman who's never had to buy canistan or Cystoclear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you eat chia seeds, you'll never need caniston again. Have you heard about those vagina detox bags? Um, I have heard about steaming your vagina. You steam clean your vagina, but there are also kind of uh, herbal tea bags that you put up your vagina for, oh, God. for a bit of a detox. You see, that's when it's gone too far. That's when you're like, no, the volcanic flecked ash is not going to help. That like, You need to seek medical attention. I genuinely fear for all these people who've tried to cure their cancer with avocados. I feel like when Eat Clean inevitably ends and they're like, oh, it was a fad like the Atkins. Do you think it will end? I definitely think it will end. I think probably not quite yet. I mean, I'm doing my absolute damnedest to make it end. Well, I mean, if it ends, you might be out of the job as well, because who do you satirise <laughs> then? You have to go, go after the paleo lot. I know, I'll have to go after the paleo. I think the vloggers are my next target. <laughs> that you have them lined up. Yeah, watch out, Zoella. I'm coming for you. <laughs> um, that's interesting that you think that it's a passing phase. I think it's been a really long phase, but I think if we if we look back, that sort of eat fat, don't eat carbs thing was also really long. My mum went on a diet written by India Knight called From Pig to Twig. Yeah, I've read that book. Yeah, so yeah. she went on that and she can't get rid of one of the habits from that book, which is drinking cream in her coffee. So she now eats bread again, but drinks cream in her coffee. So it's just like two wrongs make a right. Exactly, but they do not make any rights. <laughs> Have you heard about this bullet coffee thing? That's the thing that upsets me most about Eat Clean, I think. No. Bullet coffee is this idea it's like they have to make life so complicated for themselves it's this idea that because you're not allowed to eat any form of carbohydrate at all you have to gain energy from coffee in the morning so it has to be like you have a whole tudor banquet within your one coffee so they suggest that you put butter in it and coconut oil and that's how so you have a 500 calorie coffee i mean just have a fucking apple mate imagine going on a date with a man and him ordering that (laughs) His buttery coconut oily coffee. You can ju- sort of in pools resting on the top. Oh my god! You can judge a man so quickly by what he orders in a restaurant. Oh, if a man orders for you, that is my nightmare. Yeah, I hate that. I think they think that it's sort of debonair and it's a kind of Richard Gere, Pretty Woman fantasy to have this man take over. Um, it's horrible. And also, I'm really picky about food. And I don't go to restaurants that often. So when I go, I really want to make sure that I'm choosing wisely. A bad choice in a restaurant haunts me for days afterwards. 
So I don't need someone else making that already tumultuous decision for me. Yeah, I mean, I have a, like a mortal fear of goats. So, of goats? Yeah. So like goats cheat, goat products. Goat products. Why is that? There's something about the musk of a goat. Um, my friend has a weird thing about uh, goat products as well because she says goat's cheese tastes of nipple. Of nipple? Mm. That's amazing. Mm, and I, I do sort of know what she means. I just think that goats are the only animals that are renowned for eating rubbish. Oh, really? Like they will eat out of a bin, really. But yeah, so I feel like if it's eaten out of a bin, I'm eating bin by association by eating a goat. <laughs> it sounds pretty eat, hashtag eat clean of you. <laughs> I know. Avoid eat. eating bins. Yeah. <laughs> it's all eat clean if you don't eat out <laughs> the bin. As long as someone's hosing you down while you're eating your toast, you're eating clean. <laughs> I tried to get my friend to do that actually for a post, but it was so cold at my house in Scotland that he was like, "You're gonna die." Who, who? I love when you can cost out a joke like that. Like that joke is gonna cost me a bit of hypothermia, but it's gonna be totally <laughs> worth it. Who is the long-suffering friend, the photographer? Um, it always changes. Like sometimes it's my aunt Jane, sometimes it's my brother, sometimes it's my friend. Like I literally. Had to- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark be like is anyone gonna be in the house today they're like no we all have proper jobs Bella and I'm like shit and sometimes I'm like if I go out into the street and I'm like can you take a picture of meeting skips no you don't do that I haven't yet I haven't yet I usually get a good friend to like wrap hula hoops around my stomach yeah not a stranger so you're so if you do um find a boyfriend which I have every faith that you will yeah you will have your very own Instagram boyfriend I know, and I think Stella is in need of a boyfriend. Oh God, it would be so good to have a cameo role, like a like a narrative that we could follow. Yeah, she would definitely have the glow because you know they always include their boyfriends. They're like so happy at my mum's enormous house in the Bahamas with my boyfriend, and I'm like, you know what? I would probably be glowing from the inside out if I was off on holiday with my boyfriend. Yeah, so would I. Yeah, they're all so posh and rich, aren't they? Yeah, they are posh and rich. With spaniels. They all have spaniels. I, I really dislike spaniels. Oh, really? Yeah, I find them quite frightening. I think it's how dirty their ears get. So, um, Laura and I grew up together. There are photos of us as babies on a bench together. So, I've been there for every single dating experience of Laura's whole life. <laughs> And believe me, they are amazing. It's terrible. 
possible. I honestly feel like I could write a book on dating. I really do. There are so many awful dates that I've been on. Just mortifying. You have utterly terrible taste in men. Like worse than well, mine. I think your father for one thinks I'm crazy. Every time I go home, whenever my dad and I are alone in the car, we sort of run out of conversation. <laughs> and every time he goes, how's Laura's love life? I'm like, oh, it's all right. And he's like, any of the latest? I'm like, not that I can talk to you about. Thanks, Dad. Oh, gosh. Well, I've had some corkers recently. I think I keep going the first date and then second date, either I decide against it or they well and truly decide against it. So it's been a bit awkward recently, to be honest. So my most recent one was actually last week. I'd been messaging this guy since kind of about two months or so. We met at the rugby and he contacted me over LinkedIn of all dating sites, but you could choose. LinkedIn was his choice. And we're just messaging away. I'm thinking it's this particular guy who was really good looking who I met at the rugby. A month and a half later, we eventually plan to meet up. And we go to this swanky bar in Knightsbridge. And I walk in and I'm looking for this guy. No idea where he is. Looking for him, looking for him. And then by the bar is this short, fat man avidly waving at me. Turns out I had been messaging the totally wrong man for the past month and a half, thinking it was this drop-dead gorgeous guy. No, 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 no. It was this awful, awful, awful old man. I then had to endure an hour and a half, which I thought was kind of okay, of the worst conversation of my life, and then promptly left, and he hasn't stopped asking me for dinner. I obviously was quite nice then, but yeah, terribly awkward. I mean, a girl's got to eat. I mean, a girl's got to eat. Well, it wasn't even food. It was just drinks. (laughs) I mean, speaking of um, short, fat men, obviously we won't use his real name, but can you you tell us about the time you brought your boyfriend home for Easter? (laughs) (laughs) So I was dating this particular guy when I was at university and decided it'd be a nice idea to bring him home for Easter, meet the family, including your family and extended cousins. (laughs) I bring him home and he puts on this really rather interesting black zip jumper. Sounds nice. No, no, no. It was like one of those velour kind of numbers that none of us really like that kind of went out of fashion in the early 80s. Anyway, he was really quite podgy, so it was slightly bursting at the seams. And this was on the Friday. I turned around to my mother on the Friday evening and said, how do we get him to leave? Can we put him on the train the next day? We had to entertain him for the entire weekend until I could go back to university and break up with him. It was awful. I'm coming out as this really nasty person. (laughs) Um, at, At one point, my dad turned to me and he went, Laura is so gorgeous. And I just can't believe that this man is actually here at the table. Oh, just so awful. Now, this is probably a bit bit of an overshare and can be edited out should you want it to be, but he was so fat that when Laura had sex with him, his gut slapped her. I wasn't going to mention that bit. (laughs) (laughs) That was probably the worst part of the entire scenario. (laughs) (laughs) No, so I've had to go and pick Laura up from like various situations, like houses, bars, like all these sorts of things. And one of the best things that ever happened was we were, we live in Edinburgh and um, I'd been out with a friend and Laura was like, I'm going for this date in this bar. Please we come pick me up because I don't want to do anything bad. And I'm like, absolutely fine. So I send my friend in to go and find Laura to say, Bella's outside in the car. It's time to go. She comes back and she's like, I can't find Laura anywhere. And I'm like, oh, God. So I go into the bar. I search the whole place. I can find no one. And then I just knew. I just knew what had happened. And I went downstairs and Laura was getting off with a waiter 
downstairs in the bar. I mean, I feel like my parents are going to listen to this. <laughs> Your <laughs> parents terrible. know. <laughs> but I think they despair. I think they'd send me back because that's for sure. Did I tell you about my recent, my other recent one? Well, so many. Um, when I thought he'd died. What? Oh yes, please tell that story. <laughs> That was really, really bad. Last summer, I was dating this, actually another waster, um, who was very, very good looking, Puerto Rican. And he came round to my flat. And at the time, I had this really nice flat with a lovely garden that had steps leading down to the garden. They were steep steel steps. Anyway, we decided to go outside. It was a wee bit later, so it must have been about 10.30, so it was darker in the summer. And I admitted, not obviously deliberately, to tell said man that there were steps leading down to the garden. <laughs> said man misses every single one of these steel steps. When I say he flew, it, it's an understatement. Essentially, he became Superman for probably about three or four seconds. Hit his, what I thought, head, scraped his entire arm and was starfish. On, honestly, face planted down on these planks of concrete for about three minutes. He didn't move. I thought he died. I didn't know his surname. I didn't know his surname. What was I going to do in that situation? <laughs> honestly, what do you do? I was thinking, how do I hide the body? What do I do? You would have called me and we would have buried it together. <laughs> Thank God he woke up. <laughs> oh, it was really t- He's got, still got a star to tell the tale, though. I think it's quite a good one, that one. Yeah. Um, okay, so something else has happened in that garden. Someone who's oh. slightly famous. Oh dear, slightly, slightly famous, we could say. So this particular garden had a flat below. So the flat below could see up to my kind of garden terrace bit. Anyway, summer's day, really hot. For some reason, I wasn't working. I was outside. And my neighbour from downstairs comes out of his garden with said semi-famous man. And they said, oh, you know, Coxie Laura, do you want to come for drinks? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? We'll just go to the pub. We go to the pub. We get a bit drunk. We come back to mine. I totally forget I have friends coming around for dinner, so we're drinking rosé in my garden. Anyway, my neighbour goes back inside to get another bottle of rosé. And said semi-famous man, having no flirting whatsoever, said semi-famous man, lunges in, bites me on the lip trying to kiss me and then I was like no I'm sorry this is really really inappropriate don't know you weird anyway my friends arrive I send said semi-famous man and my neighbor off on their merry way and my friends and I have a lovely evening we then go to a pub an hour later I get a phone call from my then flatmate saying Laura said semi-famous man has climbed up into our garden and is bashing on your bedroom window screaming your name (laughs) Please, can you come home? I didn't go home that night. I was pro- no, there was no chance I was going home. I mean, Terrible. the Terrible. fear of that semi-famous diamond miner from a Channel 4 show. <laughs> um, so um, Laura and I once went on a night out to sort of, um, you know, celebrate. I think i just broken up with someone and I was very upset. And we went to this very nice private members club. And um, while we were there, we saw that Seal, singer of Kiss from a Rose, was also there. And Seal was definitely, like, looking at Laura, really getting his flirt on. And we were like, oh, my God, you're literally as sexy as Heidi Klum. This is the best thing that has ever happened. <laughs> so we managed to get talking to Seal in the smoking area. We're like, this is, this is brilliant. We've literally nailed it. Laura's flirting with Seal. I am not convincingly flirting with Seal's horrible brother. 
And then Seal invites us back to his recording studio for a session, after which Laura had played her brother's sort of mixtape that he'd made to Seal in the middle of this club being like, do you think it's any good? Poor Seal's like, yeah, I think it's great. And um, yeah, somehow she manages to get her brother introduced to Seal, as in Kiss from a Rose, Seal. We then spent the whole next day just sending each other pictures of seals. <laughs> it was amazing. It was so great. What a brilliant time that was. No, but then your then your actual boyfriend at the time, Jerome, turned up and we drank three oh, three bottles of wine and two Tom Collins and he was oh, so he angry that we couldn't he speak. He was very happy. <laughs> that was terrible. I think he dragged me home and we had the most raging arguments of all arguments on the way home. I cried. I remember that. <laughs> in a puddle, I feel like. <laughs> no, terrible. One of, one of those. Not not ideal. At least you go on dates. Like, I'm the yeah, ultimate non-dater. <laughs> not a non-dater. I mean... But more of a, more of a last-minute dater, I think. Yeah, I mean, I tend to date people, make them my boyfriend, and then find out they're terrible. Like I, that, that is, seems to be a common theme, let's be honest. <laughs> Yeah, no, I need I need to sort of be a bit more selective and wait a bit longer before I commit to these things. I think probably don't don't jump in feet first, maybe. No, I think that's your answer to success. Yeah. Oh well, actually, to be honest, I can't talk at all because so far my my track record isn't getting past the second day. <laughs> okay, I am gonna have to go back to my work. Okay, I love you. All right, I love you too. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Um, Also, if you want to get in touch with any questions or any stories, I would love to hear from you. It's deliciouslystella at gmail.com.